Do you speak crowd lending? Welcome to our podcast covering the crowd lending industry. Our mission is to provide you with all the insights from this market and help you make informed decisions. I'm Gassen, co-founder and CEO of Acredius. We are a crowd lending platform based in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm delighted to host this podcast and hopefully bring value to all our listeners. Hi, everyone. I'm very happy today to uh, have the episode number 17 of the Do You Speak Crowd Lending podcast. Today, I'm honored to have Nikita Goncharz. Uh, Nikita is the CEO at LendSecured, and LendSecured is a Latvia-based crowdfunding platform where all investments are secured by a collateral. Hi, Nikita. Hi, Gerson. Thank you for inviting my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time today to tell uh, our listeners a bit more about you, about Land Secured, and basically, well, let's start with that. Tell us more about Nikita mm-hmm. and uh, what uh, what do you do at Land Secured? Yeah, as uh, you said, I'm CEO of Land Secured, and I'm also a co-owner with my partner Edgar Stalums. So I personally hold a degree in finance and have a 10 years of experience in real estate and lending business. So the brief history might be uh, that we, with Edgars, have founded a, a lending business in Latvia, a successful business which is founded by local banks and high net worth individuals. So it was a step-by-step build, and we managed to uh, not lose uh, as uh, <laughs> so we didn't lose any even a cent of our master's money. So, yeah, it, it's possible because of our model, uh, all of our loans are backed with collateral. Okay. So, yes, and the uh, Land Secured platform is the next step in our uh, lending business uh, development approach. It would allow us to, to enter new markets and to introduce new products and also to allow retail investors to uh, invest around loans which were uh, before uh, that were only possible to 104 individuals uh, on average with uh, 1 million uh, portfolio. Yeah, so now it's possible starting from 50 euro. Excellent, excellent. So you guys focus on collateralized investment opportunities. I understand from that, speaking about the, the background of security and as we said in the your track record, so you didn't have any default, if my understanding is correct, right? Uh, I wouldn't say that we didn't have any defaults. So the default is uh, uh, part of every lending business. So even the biggest banks have defaults. So the important here is how you manage defaults, what is your experience in debt collection, and uh, how are you able to uh, recover the, the, the funds. So our uh, default rate was below 5%, but still, when a default occurred, we were able just to sell uh, on the auction the underlying collateral, and uh, so our investors had received their money back. So, yes. This is very interesting. Thank you, Nikita, for bringing this uh uh, up front, because I mean, a lot of other platforms are saying, yes, okay, collateralized, that means no default, but actually mm-hmm. not the case, right? No, no, you, you need to be a magician just to guarantee a zero default. It's it's not possible in the real world. So you need to look for... Thank you very much yeah. for saying this. I mean, mm-hmm. spend some time telling this, <laughs> telling this to, our, <laughs> to our client and to the world, like, well, lending, even if it's secure, does not mean that it has no default, but yes... 
as as a land secured, you guys have uh, always the collateral, so you could cover. Yeah, yeah. An important so when uh, looking at the collateral to understand uh, what is the selling price. So what are we doing? We're not lending more than like uh, 60% of the value. So for example, if there is an asset, for example, a real estate worth uh, 100,000. So we would loan not more than 60,000 euros to, to, to this loan. So And on average, we are lending 40%. So our average our portfolio on average consists of 40% it's called ltv so yeah. if someone's not familiar so our ltv is below 40% even if the prices drop down like uh, double so we will, we will still be able to recover the principal the investment and and be able to to not lose any investors money so this is most important uh, like uh, value of land secured this is our philosophy but you guys just recently launched uh, in a new service dedicated to financing in the agriculture sector, right? And yeah. this was very exciting. Tell me more. Yes, uh, there are several, several reasons why we decided to start lending to agricultural uh, segment. So the first one was that our main uh, lending portfolio already consists of uh, the third of the loans in the portfolio were agricultural. And uh, so during the COVID times, we actually saw that agricultural portfolio uh, performs better. So, so they're actually paying better than the consumers. So they just uh, basic people had some trouble just and asked for some holidays. Now it's all good, but but comparing to the agricultural segment, it they perform much, much better. So this was the first signal. The second, then we did a market analysis in Europe, on the Europe market, and we saw that there's uh, a big financial gap in agriculture. That means that there's many, many farmers in Europe which want to receive the funding, but they are not possible to, to, to get it from the banks. And uh, there was uh, research from European Investment Bank which uh, says that uh, the, this financial gap is around from 8 to 16 billion euro, which, which is quite a lot. Yeah, and of course, there, it differs from country to country, but it's, it's highlighted that nine of uh, European countries are, are feeling this. So, so uh, there is, the financial system is not so good for the farmers. And uh, we saw that as a, as a good mission for, for a crowd lending platform to resolve such gap and uh, put investors' money to work and to help the real business, help the farmers to grow. Uh, because currently they're pushed to, to use some shady solutions to go to, to take out a loan uh, for some from some unregulated financial services or from uh, shady individuals, so it's it's quite a problem actually. And we already saw that crowd lending and crowdfunding is able to solve this problem in real estate business. Uh, there's a lot of platforms in the United Kingdom and all over Europe which are funding the uh, real estate development projects and. Many, many, many uh, buildings were renovated and built from scratch, and uh, it it gives a real boost to the economy. And uh, people are getting new flats, and uh, everything works. Just investors earning money, business grows, and it's uh, synergy. We see the same uh, possibilities in agriculture, and this uh, is the next next market uh, which which should be focused for crowd lending to to resolve. Great. And I don't know, when did you guys start this? Like a couple of months ago? So yeah, we had the product launch in the first March. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, we were 
We're preparing a lot for this. We just made several safety features for this product. So it is backed either by real estate or farming land, or the second feature is seasonal funding where the loan is backed by harvest. So there is actually... The farmer is is produce is growing, uh, for example, uh, oats or wheat, uh, which is used for baking bread, and uh, so we take it as a collateral. So the wheat and and wheat is a great collateral. It's it doesn't need any uh, know how to evaluate it. Is it's because there is a market price. You can go to the to, to Google and and find the wheat price in Europe. So it's it's uh, there is an exchange. And uh, so the price is the same in Latvia, in Switzerland, or or in Germany. So you don't don't need to be a wheat professional, you know, and just to 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 think, oh, how much is it worth? But with real estate is different because you you might not know uh, what are the prices in Riga or or in some smaller cities in Latvia. But mm-hmm. with wheat, you know the exact price, and it's very liquid. So yeah, there is a lot of a lot of bonuses for investing in it. The loans are short-term, from starting from five months till 12. That's why they're seasonal, because uh, the loan is issued in the beginning of this season, uh, and it is repaid uh, at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we also take the farmer's personal guarantee, of course, and the farmer is, is owning other assets, uh, such as machinery and, 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 and land, and his personal assets also are... are used as a potential collateral. So we're focusing as on safety as always, and, and uh, there's a lot of layers to protect investors' money. Also, there is uh, insurance in case of bad weather, and the farmers are also receiving uh, subsidies from European uh, Union, which also help uh, farmers to repay the loans. Uh, but as I said in the beginning, uh, the farmers are basically much more disciplined pairs and responsible because the most of the time it's family-owned business which which are existing for generations so yeah oh, that's great that's great i mean you spoke about uh, latvia and let's look at it maybe more on the baltic uh, region and i mean agriculture real estate i mean in terms of after your experience so far, what kind of, I would say, or what, which market is easier to go into um, crowd lending or digital lending or direct lending? Is it more on the, on the consumer side? Is it more on the business side, real estate, agriculture? What do you think? Mm, so let's... Uh separate lending in two, two, di- two different mm-hmm. parts. So the first is to issue the loan. Uh, so there you need a, a good brand, you need a good marketing channels and the sales team. So uh, for lending to consumers, we built a strong uh, partnership uh, uh, with, with local players, smaller players, players which are bringing clients to us. So it's, it's sort of affiliated. Uh, affiliated uh, members which which are bringing the uh, clients to us directly and also we have in-house marketing campaigns like tv ads and, and radio and all of the channels were, were chosen like step by step over the years the most effective ones so it's it's not easy to issue the loans uh, qualitatively uh, especially when you are asking for a collateral so it might be easier to to issue some un loans without collateral yeah but if you're looking for collateralized the volume is not that big and there's big competition so it's it's 
You can, so let me answer this uh, just directly. It's, it's not hard to issue loans, but it's hard to do it qualitatively. Yes. So the second, and the second part, of course, is the repayment part. So uh, the quality of issued loans. And uh, so if you did a good job, it wouldn't be a problem to, 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 get, to get the loans repaid. And, and if, even if there are some problems, as I said, we're using the collateral as a, as an additional asset to, to mm -hmm. repay the loan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but comparing these two segments, consumer loans and agriculture, I wouldn't say that neither of them is easy because if you're looking for quality, it's, it takes a lot of effort to, to mm -hmm. find such loans. It's not easy. And the competition is quite big. Interesting. So um, in that sense, you spoke about the competition. Give us a little, little hint about the landscape and general i mean uh, how many platforms do you guys have in, in the baltic region what is the most preferred mm -hmm. asset class there i mean just just uh, an idea yeah. yeah in the baltics uh, most of the platforms are focusing on consumer loans uh, we have such big players as mintos which is uh, i think the biggest in europe yes. so mostly they're focusing on consumer loans uh, in europe and now in asia so we have real estate platforms so big ones like estate guru uh, but so in agricultural segments i don't think we have much competition mm -hmm. because this segment was overlooked so, so we have like i don't know tens or, or even hundreds hundred of platforms in real estate but uh, i know I think just a couple which are trying to do something in the agriculture, but they are still very small and young and we don't know uh, if they will be able to, to grow. And speaking of, of which, how, how do you imagine the, the future landscape? I mean, the future of digital lending in Europe and the world? I mean, what, what's your feeling there? I mean, yeah. no, since you're running land secured, you yeah, don't yeah. believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of, of course, of course, I believe that it will grow because uh, retail investment, I'm, I mean, the, just people investing uh, culture is growing. We see all of these cases with uh, Reddit, you know, uh, yeah. Wall Street bets and, and this uh, game stock. Mm -hmm. So people are getting much, much more interested in, in putting their money to work because why to hold it with, with zero uh, annual yield or even with minus? I don't know. If in Switzerland, you have minus or zero? Yes, yes it's negative. Yeah. <laughs> negative. Yeah. Well, crazy, yeah. So imagine yeah, uh, some farmers are in need of money, you know, and they have collateral and you're like, your money is, is not working. It's, it's, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> so, of course, it would work. And now the digitalization helps a lot. So we already have investors from many, many European countries. Germany, Switzerland, Portugal, Spain, uh, Netherlands, I think from maybe from all of the countries already. So people are quite interested in that. Uh, the second thing is, which is good is uh, upcoming license, which is uh, ECSP, European Crowds, uh, Crowd Service Provider license, which are also obtaining now. And uh, it brings a lot of possibilities from the team from Latvia uh, to, to, to go and, and uh, work on such big issues to, to try to make financial market more effective and to allow people to earn money and, and to help the farmers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one more trend which you're seeing also that uh, there are more and more institutional investors also. So they're connecting us. Uh, so imagine we're like in a small county, Latvia, uh, before. Before that, it was only possible to obtain local funds local from local investors or banks. 
but now the borders are disappearing and it's it's great i think it's it's wonderful and i totally agree i share yeah. that uh, definitely i mean Let's let's give some context. I mean, we are today recording this uh, podcast on April twenty second. Uh, I don't know how how are things in in Latvia, but here in Switzerland, they started slowly opening, you know, restaurant terraces mm. on because of COVID and all of that. Yeah. I mean, how is how is this COVID crisis affecting uh, the, the you know the industry, crowd lending, crowdfunding, direct lending in in the Baltic? It's, I don't think we, should, we we need to even separate the, the Baltics. I think the no. COVID, COVID, of course, it's, it impacts all of the crowd lending uh, yes. markets and investors are getting more like uh, cautious and, and afraid. And the, we saw a trend in our own business uh, that our big investors, which are professional investors, they were uh, actually increasing the portfolios with us. Because they like they like our, our secured loans and they are not afraid to lose money. But we saw on other platforms uh, that smaller investors, retail investors, are maybe not so so how it's called not so experienced. And and of course they, they try to to get their money out. And uh, but it was like emotional decision, I think. Uh, and but now we see that the COVID is getting to the end and people are. Uh, getting more and more into investments and the volumes are getting back. So I think in the nearest future, if 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 the vaccination and other stuff would go good, so I think it it become much better. So it, a lot of positive factors are in, in, in future. So the license, the COVID ending, the, the developments, and as you said, like uh, people are more and more aware of such possibilities to, to put their money to work. And uh, it will certainly grow. The segment will grow. Uh, you know, Nikita, we have a lot of uh, uh, you know small retail investors listening to this podcast. Yeah. So if you could simply say, take you know top three advantages of this asset class that you would tell to yourself or to any of your mm -hmm. clients, right? Mm -hmm. What would it be? I know that invest, retail investors are liking the, the short-term loans. So, so yes, it's short-term. Mm -hmm. So the second, it it is asset-backed. So we, we take the safety very seriously. And the third one, I think, which is also very important, you're helping to, to, to business to grow, to the real business in Europe. So mm -hmm. it's, it's also very important. Great. I think, um, I mean, there is one topic that is very, very uh, hot currently. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a hot topic in, in, this, uh, in this podcast in general, which is... Yeah. People really, really are interested to know what's what's your favorite fruit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nice one. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a person who likes to try new things. Just uh, sometimes, uh, you know, most of the times, actually, uh, it it is not a good experience. But okay. still, I, I'm ready to take the risk to discover something new and good, uh, and then I share it with my wife. So so she didn't. <laughs> To, to go through all the pain I sometimes go through. So. No, no diversification in <laughs> Not for her, yeah. Just, yeah. I like to take the risk and to, 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 to see something new and to try something new, yeah. To explore so, things. That's why I miss travel a lot. So okay. I, I hope for, for soon it will be possible. 
So we, I, we could imagine some exotic fruit that is not looking very good and uh, <laughs> not I think, I think my favorite might be man mangustine, you know, mangustine. Okay. Just the, the Asian one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Great. Uh, thank you very much, Nikita. That was very, very insightful. Uh, anything you want to add? Best wishes uh, for the for the industry and uh, I don't know. Make your own due diligence and and try to participate in the growing uh, tendency of retail investment. Thank you very much, uh, Nikita. Wishing you also all the best. Thank you, everyone, who is listening to us, and see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for staying with us until the end. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media so you never miss an episode. Please don't hesitate to send us your questions and comments at acredius.ch. Thank you.